Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, now do you have a love-hate relationship with social media? because you know that being on social media is more than essential in today's business world. But I get it, sometimes it feels like a cloud that looms over you, like you're just not sure how to get it right until you find the thing that works for you. And the good thing is that it's different for everybody and you really figure out what you're going to do on social media, this feeling just simply won't go away easily. Now that's why today with me, my guest, uh, Reese Floyd Thompson and I are going to share with you the secret to really standing out on social media. Now, here's a hint. It's easier than you think. Don't overthink it. So let's dive in and meet Reese. Reese, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, let's get started by telling us uh, where are you in the world? What do you do? And how did you get to be doing just that? I am in Norfolk, Virginia in um, United States. I live in, if you've never heard of it, um, it's the area where we house the largest um, naval base in the country. Um, so it's a lot of transition in this town. I'm born and raised here. So I'm kind of a minority in here, <laughs> in my own town, so to speak. But um, I am a storytelling coach, a chief storytelling officer, if you will. I help people tell their stories. I help businesses um, learn to um, get their story out into the world. And the way that I got involved in this is that I had a, um, a bit of a life emergency back in 2003 where um, my husband was incarcerated. And at the time I had, um, a, a, what am I trying to say? A job that wasn't paying very well. And um, I needed to have money to be able to um, help me pay the bills that was coming out of this type of lifestyle. And so I ended up um, in a marketing department at one of our local nonprofits. And the um, director there took me under her wing and she's like, you're very creative, you know, let's see what you can do. And so she mentored me and I fell in love with marketing. A part of my job was to write the stories that help bring in the donors. And so I spent the next 15 years of my life in various nonprofits working to bring um, nonprofits to life, so to speak. During that time, I, um, felt like I was invisible in my own life because of what was going on with my husband. It was something that I wasn't sharing. So I was living behind a lot of fear and behind a lot of shame. And I decided to put myself out into the world, tell people my story. And it kind of opened the floodgates of other people who were like me. So now I was also using my life story to help others tell their personal story and then also helping nonprofits. And it just stuck. It's, kind of I love storytelling so much I love the way we communicate in that way wow that's an amazing story of your own and definitely one that needs to be shared and I love how um it's transitioned from sort of tragedy or stress to mm -hmm. um a whole new lifestyle has opened up for you yeah absolutely it's um 
I, you know, it's funny because it was one of the worst times of my life, but it was also one of the best. I know it sounds like a cliche, but sometimes the things that you learn have to come out of those, those dark times. And I'm fortunate that I was able to find something that really resonates with my personality. So I'm, I love it. That's amazing. All right. So I'm really excited for you to be sharing some of those uh, words of wisdom uh, with us. So um, tell us a little, you know, we're in a world of social media. It's kind of like if you want to grow and flourish a business, you have to, you have to have a presence on social and this is scary. So talk to us a little bit about telling your story, particularly on social. Um, social media is one of those things, like you said, we have to have it, but there is, um, I, I understand why people have a love and hate relationship with it. And I'm sorry, I need to adjust my camera. Just a smidge there. Um, I understand why people have a love and hate relationship with it because it, it must be done, but it's so time consuming. So here's the thing. When you are um, in social media, the best way to get people to notice you truly is by connecting with them on an emotional level. And the quickest way to build trust and connect with them in that way is telling the story. That is the brand story, the origin story, the reason why you exist, the reason why you are in business, the reason why people should care why you are in business. There are three things as a consumer that we really want to know. Who are you? What do you sell? And why should we care? So no matter what business that you're in, that story transcends and answers every single one of those questions. The thing is, is that the why should you care is the most important piece. And the way that we make people care is through the story. And using that in social media allows us to cut through all of the stuff that's out there. All it takes is one story told really well to the right audience and you have built a raving fan and ambassador people who will spin with you who will follow you who will do anything that you tell them to do within reason um, but it takes one well written well told story and social media is a great way to be able to do that I guess the, the challenge that I can see for a lot of people is finding their story I mean I know for me you know, finding my own story and developing it in a way that actually flowed off my tongue or even that I understood what my story was. It was always there, but actually finding the story and being able to put it into a shareable format or something that you even want to share is, yes. uh, would that be one of the roadblocks? Absolutely. Um, we own our story. We own the most important marketing tool that we will ever have in the story. And so it can get locked behind the stuff that's in our brain. <laughs> it's, it's in there. You, you have to unlock it. And so one of the ways that um, I help people be able to do that is that when we sit down to start talking about a story, we start talking about the um, the people, places, and things that have happened in your life. Because if you're asked someone to tell you a story, they're gonna draw a blank. It's too much, it's too vast. <laughs> so you're asking about specific things. I even take people initially, we're gonna go through stuff that, that 
you think doesn't matter. Like, tell me about your first car. Tell me about your favorite teacher. Tell me about your favorite song. Tell me about your favorite kiss. And this gets the mind just moving. And then when we're talking about being in business, we want to connect a story to the reason why we started. So we'll talk about why did you start your business? A lot of people say they started business to make money. That's great, but it's not enough of a motivator to keep you going. So I tr try to get people under that, out of the head and into the heart. Why did you start the business? Keep asking why and why and why. And what I am trying to get to is the emotional center. I like to say, if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not big enough. I'm trying to get to that emotional center. And then I'm looking to connect that why to an experience in your life that makes it make sense. And so now you have the origin. Now you can start telling it to people in a way where you can fill in details that matter and leave out the ones that don't matter to really um, connect with your audience. <sighs> That is amazing. Uh, I so agree with that. And like you say, you know, it is a process to work through over time and get it to a shape, I guess, that you're prepared mm -hmm. to share it on social. Yes. But I do believe uh, in this busy digital world, you need to be able to cut through. Yes. And so Absolutely. a little bit of a heartbeat can do that, right? <laughs> so let's, let, let's talk a little bit about now away from social, but getting featured, getting published. Yes. Um, the media loves, loves stories. Um, whenever you pitch the media, they really want to know what is the story behind what, it, what you're trying to sell. So when you're a business owner, um, one of the things that I see a lot is people want, they're having an event of, or of some kind and they want it to be featured. It's not enough of a story. There's nothing really for the audience to take away. Like you, they, they're not going to publish you so that you can sell tickets. But when you have a story wrapped around um, why you started a business or a really good client success story or um, something unusual about your story, some sort of adversity that you have overcome or some um, way that you've started the business that's really unusual and different, those are the types of things that the media loves and that helps you stand out. It's again, trying to connect emotionally with your audience and getting in front of people who can really care about what you do. The best thing about a story is that it makes price irrelevant because when you add value to a person's life experience, they will pay whatever it is that you that you're asking for and it will not be a big deal because you have again made that emotional connection it absolutely makes price irrelevant i love that all right what about um you mentioned to me earlier about um mixing in some some charity some a, a cause or going deeper than like you say than just what you're going to sell how important is yes. this charity and community to that Charity and community. I mean, who doesn't love a good charity? <laughs> that, that really emotion lives in charity. And what the cool thing about this um, particular piece is that you can tie it in to 
the life experiences that you had. Each one of us, because of experiences that we've had in our life, we have a certain affinity for a particular type of group. There are people that we're gonna always have a sweet spot for. Those are the people who can come to us. And if you hear that story, you're gonna be offering a discount. You're gonna be you know, giving out some perks. Why not build that in and have that be a charitable piece to your business? So that if your sweet spot is single moms, now you have a story wrapped around single moms. Why are single moms important to you? Because I have gone through this particular experience, I'm gonna set up for everything that comes through my business, I'm going to send a donation to an organization for single moms, or I'm gonna have single moms come into the shop and we're gonna have um, a day where we just make them feel beautiful. It's attaching it deeply and more personally to who you are. And it again, makes people remember you and you stand out differently. I can see how, in fact, you can create the event uh, that's then attached to some charitable. Now, now if you have a, if you have your own story, that, let's go with the single mums. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you are a single mum and you've overcome the challenges of that and mm -hmm. you focus that as your ideal client, the type of client that you want to come because you resonate, they resonate with you and you mm -hmm. have an event around that and you're going to give something, uh, you know, from that event to um, some charitable trust that supports these people and now you go and get some media coverage over this mm -hmm. like, this is the whole package wrapped together yeah, <laughs> you've just is. got to find the anchor point or what it is what's your special thing it is it Amazing. really is the whole package yep and then you know you've got your social media it's all right there and it comes from the story and you are, it's its inside of you. And it's again, the greatest marketing tool that you own. And there is always a story for every single situation um, to help you be able to move product and to help you be able to sell your services. I love that. All right, totally got that message. Okay. <laughs> really, good. really, really good. All right. You're a business owner yourself. So what is um, a quote or a mantra or something that you live by that helps you, uh, helps you in your business and your daily life? <laughs> okay. This one is going to sound kind of odd, but I'll explain it. One of my favorite quotes, I don't remember who said it, but it says, um, I don't need an opinion where I don't have a responsibility. The reason that that quote helps me so much as an entrepreneur is because I really don't have to chime in on any and everything. I can stay focused on the stuff that really matters. If I have a responsibility, if I need to do something in relation to it, I can have an opinion, but I don't, it, it, it helps me kind of filter out the stuff that are distractions. So you don't need an opinion where you don't have a responsibility. I love this, especially in a social media world. Like you can really get sucked down a hole yes. <laughs> uh, into having opinions and comments and discussions about things that actually are completely irrelevant to your life. Right? Yes. Don't add any yes. value. <laughs> All right. What's, what's a, a, a book, a podcast, or some kind of resource that, that's been helpful in, to you and your business or in your life that you can share with our business owners? I am in love with um, a speaker and storyteller. Her name is Kendra Hall. She has a story, um, a book, I'm sorry, that's called Stories That Stick. Get it, read it, apply it to your business. It is phenomenal. It's, it's an easy read and you can apply it. It makes it 
super easy to learn how to do this. Anybody can be a great storyteller and I absolutely recommend that. I haven't heard that one. I'm going to go and dig it out myself. So hopefully it's on audiobook. Yes. <laughs> All right, Reese, this has been amazing. Um, please tell us, we want to come and stalk you, find you, learn more about you. Give us your dub dubs and your social. All right, so you can find me at ReeseFloydThompson.com and I'm Reese Thompson or the Digital Wonder Woman on Facebook. Just speaking, speaking of Wonder Woman, I love that uh, for those of you on audio, you don't have the vision. We, we are playing this inside of our group on on, on um uh, on video, but you must come and have a look. There's Wonder Woman everywhere. <laughs> I really love it. It's great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Bye. Okay, thanks Reese, and that is a wrap. I appreciate you coming on and joining me today. I really do believe that storytelling is much easier than we think once we get in touch with our own stories and that really nailing social media can be achievable for you. You just need to take your time and get in touch with the inner you, the inner story. Now, I want to know what are you thinking and are you thinking about 2020 yet? Like at the time of recording this, we are on the countdown, something like 86 days until 2020. I remember when I was younger thinking forward to 2020, I was going to be so old and it was this, we were going to be flying around like the Jetsons. Well, you should be thinking about it because it is so close. So now is the time to start getting your business plan in place and sorted now for 2020. Now that means getting ahead of next year and putting in a solid strategic plan in place now. Like get it done before the Christmas cray cray because if you start in January, guess what? By the time you're finished, it's going to be halfway through February and then it's March before you know and you're back into fully into the year without a plan again. So if you want to grow your business using a strategic framework that I use to grow my multi-million dollar salon, but you feel a little bit stuck, I want to invite you to come and join my full immersion coaching program. So in the program, we learn how to attract new clients like a boss. Now I say hashtag boss <laughs> and build a financial framework for powerful profits, like be in the power seat and really know your numbers so you can make good, powerful, strategic decisions, not based on gut instinct and hope. You'll learn how to uh, attract and build and manage a rockstar team and help your rockstar team to smash sales, all of the things. So if you have a team of three, four, maybe five, or even 10 or more, and you're ready to make a positive change in your business, then we need to have a chat. So if you want in, come and chat with me in Messenger and let's see if it is a fit for you. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes of this to come and chat with me in Messenger. Otherwise, just find us at uh, Salon Owners Collective. You know where to find me. All right. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to checking in with you again next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com 
for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.